the point there that for me really resonates so strongly is the mood matching. Mood yeah, because matching. we get into this false belief, right? That if we take on someone else's mood, their energy, their nervous system state, that that we're somehow like sharing the load or sharing the burden. Like it's, it's, we believe that we're being supportive, but we're really just creating more chaos. Yeah. And we're really being manipulative. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another epic episode of your favorite podcast, High Vibin' It. We are very excited to have you here. We are very excited to introduce you to our guest. Today's topic of conversation, well, we never really know because we just let it all unfold. But <laughs> really, the theme probably is going to be something along the lines of codependency, people pleasing. How can we maybe, I don't want to say heal from it because it makes it seem like there's something wrong with you for, for being codependent or being a people pleaser and there's really not but it's not like the best feeling way to live so how can we optimize out of that is maybe a better way to say it um and luckily our guest is i was gonna say a specialty in this but she's not the special the even one she is very special she specializes in this work it's awesome and um i wish for everyone to watch this on the patreon so you can see how awesome Yes, please do because everyone needs to witness this on the video. So go to patreon.com slash high vibe, shameless plug there. But yes, today that is what we're talking about. And our very special guest is Miss Victoria Albina. She is a fellow Latina and also somatic master life coach. And I say fellow Latina because so am I. And so is Lindsay honorarily, even though she doesn't have Latin blood, she has Latin kids and a Latin husband and a Latin last name. And we're basically sisters, so I make her Latin. So there you, there you have it. I'm happy to be part of the club for what I can offer. <laughs> yes. So Victoria, all that to say, welcome to the show and thank you for being here. Hola, hola. Thanks for having me. I'm so stoked to be here. I've been really We just had a party before we hit record. So you, you guys are stepping <laughs> in to a really fun energy. I hope you're ready for it. Oh, yeah. Um, Victoria, I always love to ask the guests uh, what kind of brought them to where they are as much or as little as you'd like to share about your journey. I know that it's my favorite thing about every guest is, is their story. So what brought you to here? What, what, what brings you today to today? I'm always tempted to pull a JLo and say the six train, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> on the six. Hey, on the six, but I, I spent most of my life on the Q train, so I'm not even going to front. Um, so, yeah, so I am a functional medicine nurse practitioner, master certified somatic life coach, uh, and my passion is helping human socialize as women to heal their lives from codependent, perfectionist, and people-pleasing thinking. And that is my passion because that is my story. So I became a functional medicine NP because I was wicked sick, which to translate is hella sick for the West Coast. <laughs> yes. And we just want to be inclusive for here. I know it's really important. There. Especially Northern I just think it's California. important to be inclusive. Right, yeah. right. I went to UCSF for my medical training, so I just oh, I don't want that's why. Them. I want in them to Southern feel loved. California, we don't say hella, but in Northern California, we did mm. say that. So yes. Wait, what is Southern right. to you, Kels? Because when I moved to LA, everyone was saying hella, and I was like, "What are you guys saying?" Really? I was from Michigan. We didn't say anything like oh. that. 
I never but heard people in Southern California. I learned it. it in LA, but maybe they were from NorCal. Who knows? Could be. Who knows? Anyway, Who knows? it's a wild hella world. Sick. So, <laughs> so things. So yes, yeah, so I was wicked hella sick and um, I had digestive issues that I got the wastebasket diagnosis of irritable bowel syndrome, which is just like a garbage can diagnosis of we didn't find anything wrong with you and we have to put we have to give you something so that you won't be mad at us and give us a bad Yelp review. And um, so that was that was the story. And real I quick, how interesting it. is it that they named uh, irritable bowel, bowel syndrome as an emotion? First of all, that should be your first red flag. Like that's an emotion. Piece. Mm. That's a state of being. Right, that's irritable. not a that's not a physical diagnosis. Irritable is yeah, that's a, really a good state call. of being. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, just a yeah, just a yeah, note. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and a really interesting note to uh, contemplate and ponder. But um, I spent years trying to get well. And what I came to understand is that part of what was making me and keeping me sick was physiologic. I had a parasites. I had bacterial overgrowth. Like there was bugses, right? Like there was bugses to point at for sure. And a not insignificant part of what was ailing me was my mental wellness, and I don't mean just like depression and anxiety, because that's what we think of. It was really a mindset, right? Living from a state of codependent experience um, in which I was putting myself last and everyone and everything in the world first. So living from there, I was not my priority. Everyone else was, which led to my nervous system, uh, my autonomic nervous system uh, being really jacked. And really living in a state of either sympathetic activation, which is fight or flight, adrenaline, bah, all the time, worried, anxious, what's happening? Do people like me? Do people think I'm enough? Am I good enough? Are they pleased with me enough? Or uh, something called dorsal freeze, which is the opposite state of the nervous system, which is shut down to the world, mm -hmm. shut down to my feelings, sort of people pleasing to get through, but really disconnected. Um, and so that was part and parcel of my getting sick, staying sick, and not really being able to heal. And so having been a primary care provider for a decade, having had a very successful functional medicine clinic in Manhattan on occupied uh, Lenape land, I really started to see that the thing that was keeping my patients sick was the same thing that was keeping me sick. And the only way to really get to the root cause was through coaching and through really working with the body uh, as well as the mind. And so I brought it all together for me and now I bring it to the world. Dang. Amazing. Yeah, it's been Dang. a good time. <laughs> the way that you Mike's describe <laughs> the dorsal freeze and the the constant state of like hyper uh, hyper attention of like worried and stressed and anxious and all mm. this. I know that that is a switch that gets flipped for a lot of listeners. Like I feel like yeah. those are my two most dominant states. But if you asked me, yeah. and this is this is interesting and it'll take us into our, I hope what is going to be a really fertile conversation of if you ask me, Lindsay, are you codependent? I would say no. So why don't we go mm. into like, what is that? Like, how do we know if we are in that state? Because I think this will be interesting for people to hear. Such a great question. Yeah, because I'll also add for me for years, I was like, codependent. Absolutely yeah. not. What? That's like, like a Midwestern soccer mom who's uh, husband is an alcoholic. And like, I had all these stories about who it was, who I am not. Um, and those stories really kept me from getting well, right. From getting help, from finding a system of care that really worked for me. And I never found one. So I created one. Right. But anyway, 
So I define codependent thinking uh, as chronically and habitually sourcing our sense of wellness, worth, and validity from everyone and everything outside of ourselves mm -hmm. instead of from within. It is an externalized way of living in which we live outside of presence because we don't think we're worthy of having our own backs. And so unwittingly, in response to our environment, our socialization, our conditioning, our family blueprint, we self-abandon chronically and put all of our focus on everything other than us because we don't think we're worthy even of us paying attention yeah. to us, right? And so then that leads to the experiences of perfectionism, right? Because we have to be perfect so everyone will know that we're worthy of love, that we're okay, that we're good enough, that we're smart enough, right? And people-pleasing because same, same, right? Yeah. If other people think we're okay, then maybe, just maybe, we're worthy of the air we breathe. We're worthy of having an opinion. We're worthy of taking up space, right? Probably not, but maybe. So we try yeah. to keep everyone really pleased with us. This And this... I call, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, just I call this sort of collection, this uh, constellation of experiences, emotional outsourcing, because I think it way better encapsulates the experience than the word codependent. I think it's lost mm -hmm. its, right? It's lost its its vibe. Like we don't even really, it doesn't mean codependent, yeah. right? It's, yeah, it's lost its spark. And so emotional outsourcing uh, to me expresses that whole way of looking at the world and our own selves and our bodies and our wellness. Yes, yes. And I wanted to touch on that perfectionism piece one more time because- mm, Totally. Thing the trap, I would say the trap, the trap of perfectionism yeah. is that there's no end date to to that. You're gonna keep right. trying to perfect and perfect and tweak and adjust and fill in spots here and there and take away things from others to make it perfect and that doesn't exist. So what you're actually doing is before you even start, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. You're setting yourself up to repeat this cycle of I'm not good enough. See, see, I couldn't do it. I'm not yeah. good enough. There's no end right. date. Really, there's no right. there's no destination to perfectionism. It's just so right. insidious and gross. Mm -hmm. And yet, <laughs> and yet, here, here we and are. Yet. Here and we yet. are. So right. this is this is also interesting because I'm hearing a lot of similarities with myself, except for, and maybe I'm just not self aware, but except for the people pleasing piece. Like I'm not mm. super into that. And I I would like mm. to think I have my own back in a lot of situations. Mm. But the piece that really speaks to me is. The perfection like I definitely am recovering mm. from that um right. and I know full well going into it that I'm not going to be satisfied and I do it anyway we just do it anyway <laughs> we try well right I mean so what that is is it's uh an experience in the nervous system called reenactment mm -hmm. and so our nervous system is attempting to recreate an experience from the past with the hope and the dream that this time this yeah. time it'll turn out differently, mm -hmm. right? And so we do that uh, around perfectionism and doing tasks or projects. We do that around dating. I mean, yeah. hi, who hasn't dated one of their parents or the other, right? <laughs> like I can look back and be like, oh snap, that person yeah. was had these 12 characteristics of my dad that I was trying to fix or my mom, right? And it's it's what nervous systems do when they're sort of, left to their own devices, 
right? When yeah. we're not in presence, when we're not in consciousness, the nervous system will just repeat and reenact and repeat and reenact ad nauseum. Mm. So yeah, the perfectionism never works, but maybe it'll work this time. <laughs> right. What a maybe. trap. And I love how I know, you, right? How you redefined it as you said, emotional outsourcing. Yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of people think of codependency as I'm super dependent on other people or yeah. that person needs that person to survive or whatever it is, like in a right. very literal sense, right? But it's right. so so much more than that and sometimes so different from that. Like what I've noticed for myself and clients and people in my life where they get really stuck in codependency is that they need to regulate everyone around them in order for themselves to feel emotionally regulated. So yeah, if they right. can't stand well, strong in their mood and their vibration and their thoughts and how they're feeling. They don't know where they end and the other begins. It's like the only way I can feel safe the only way I can feel peace is if everyone around me is regulated. And the only way to ensure that everyone around me is cool, calm and collected is for me to give them whatever they need, whatever they want, whatever I can be to control how yep. they feel to yep. control how I feel because yep. I can't control right. how I feel when right. I'm around these people and they feel right. crap, Kels. Unregulated. I do that. Now I know so, what you're talking about. Yep. I believe yep. most people even myself included do this to varying degrees. Right. And yes. for me, totally living with my fiance, like living with another human who is very sensitive, mm. very emotional. His energy goes out a lot. Like when I'm in a, mm. in a mood, I go in, he goes out. Right. And he's also yeah. six, seven, mm. and he's a very strong presence. Damn. So I yeah. mean, it's, it's a impossible lot to ignore like how he is feeling his vibe, his mood, whatever's going on. Right. So my practice has been, okay, I'm going to let him do his thing. I'll be over here. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm going to yeah. watch mm -hmm. my show. I'm going to read my book. Like that's not mine as much as I want to help him no. and support him and, you know, be there for him when he needs me. It's not my job to fix how he's feeling. And it's not my job to match his mood, you know? So that's something right. that's and helped me. Yeah. Hopefully you can yeah. help everyone listening. Right. If you're a fan of it, sushi is incredible, but gas station sushi, not so much. Finding the right sushi makes all the difference, and the same goes for finding the right doctor. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood, one that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and that you're heard, even if you're just telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun, whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, Get that mole checked out or anything else. ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with just a few taps. Find and review local doctors. Read verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're already set to meet someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com. Find the doctor that's right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash V-I-B-I-N and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash V-I-B-I-N. Yeah. And I think the, the, the point there that for me really resonates so strongly is the mood matching, 
Yeah, because we get into this false belief, right? That if we take on someone else's mood, their energy, their nervous system state, that that we're somehow like sharing the load or sharing the burden. Like it's, it's, we believe that we're being supportive, but we're really just creating more chaos yeah. and we're really being manipulative and we don't realize it, right? It's mm. unwittingly manipulative. Yeah. Can right? we talk we're more just about trying to be how- like, Totally. Like how when you are super codependent, how it is manipulative. Because I've heard this from a teacher that I really love, Teal Swan. She says that codependents and narcissists are actually like kind of the same because they're both super manipulative in order to get what they need. Can yeah, I think you... we need to be, as a clinician, I think we need to be yeah. really careful with the word narcissist. So yeah. like it's it's very hashtag popular um, the way everyone's like diagnosing themselves with ADHD from Instagram. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? And I think we just diagnostic, the whole framework of diagnosis is very complicated and is deeply embedded in and is part and parcel of white settler colonialism, capitalism, late, you know, late stage capitalism and the patriarchy. And I think it really behooves us to be just really thoughtful and really careful um, when we are throwing diagnosed. Uh, and I think I just say that because I've I've worked in primary care for so long. Um, and a true narcissist, like someone with actual narcissistic personality right. disorder, not it's someone really who rare. just acts narcissistic sometimes. And then people say, oh, my ex was a narcissist, even though the way you yeah, are talking about it, you'd think there's a narcissist, more narcissist than there are Starbucks in Los Angeles. Like you think they <laughs> right? were every, they're yeah, everywhere. New York too. Yeah. yeah, they're like cucarachas for the internet. <laughs> yes. But uh, in fact, you know, it's a pretty rare and very, pretty serious personality disorder. So I also think we use it to buffer against feelings. Like it, it is a way to not look at our own shit to say, oh, my ex was just like a narcissist. And it's like, mm-hmm. is that real? Mm-hmm. Or were you part and parcel of this and you just don't want to look at it? Girl, Do you speak. Have Mm, you know, I will, right? Do you have wounding from your own childhood? And are you bringing your own issues to the table and are, are not looking at it? And so you're throwing a diagnosis at someone else instead of looking at your own shit, right? And Somebody why don't had we look to at say our own it. shit, right? Somebody had to say it. And I will say it really loudly because <laughs> I think we can use all this like hashtag white wellness shit to like really cover up a lot of to our shadow. Right. And to spiritually bypass and emotionally bypass. And I am personally 0.0% here for it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve anyone. The one thing it does serve is, is the lack of capacity we have in our nervous system to be real. Word. Mm-hmm. Right. So being real is really, really, really scary when our nervous systems are not attuned to it and don't have the capacity to go there. And I never want to diminish that. I never want to write that off. I never, that's not like whatever. You just don't have capacity in your nervous system. Like that's some serious shit to not have capacity in your nervous system, right? Like, and where capacity in your nervous system means the ability to regulate. So if you go into sympathetic, which is fight or flight, and you're panicky and you're worked up and you're freaked out and you're worried and you don't know, and you, ah, you're full of adrenaline and you don't know how to bring your nervous system back down, right? You are dysregulated. Yes. So too, if you fall into dorsal into freeze and you're depressed and checked out and disconnected and you just zoned out. Wait, no. what? All right. What? I'm sorry. I, I was in dorsal. I just, what? 
I'm going to say this to my husband next time. I was in dorsal. I apologize. <laughs> I saw a therapist For real, though. Who, who asked me what I did to relax. <laughs> and I said, well, you know, I like to, after work, I, I like to watch TV and stuff. And he goes, but is that relaxing or is that checking out? And I had never heard anybody yeah. say this to me. Yeah. But the yeah. second it came out of his mouth, I was like, yep. how Ooh. have I not seen that this is exactly what's yeah. happening? We don't know right. until we know. You know what I mean? No, of course. Of course. And you know what? Checking out isn't bad when it's conscious. Right. When the nervous when system you know call it conscious distraction. Doing. Right. You make a choice. I I make that choice. Right. Like I was just leading a retreat for four days in New York City. And there was a point, probably Saturday at like 3 a.m., where I was like, I'm a, I'm a gonna check right out for like 10 minutes. And I watched cat videos on my phone. And I knew what I was doing. I was like, I need my brain off, right? But I yeah. didn't need to go into presence because I had been in, I had been living from my heart for days leading this. And I just needed shoop, brain off, brain off. Yeah. But it was yes. a very conscious, intentional choice, which I can make now. And I couldn't make before because I didn't have the capacity in my nervous system, right? Yeah. So again, to put a bow on it. We, we throw the narcissist at someone. We say, oh, they're a controlling narcissist because we don't have the ability in our nervous system to live life differently. So it's not a diss. I'm not throwing shade. I'm not blaming. I'm not guilting. We just need to build the capacity to say, you know what? I really showed up in that relationship in a way concurrent with my childhood and what I learned there. And it's not the way I want to show up anymore. It wasn't loving. It wasn't kind. It wasn't good for me. It wasn't good for the person I was dating. I was mean. I was manipulative. I was whatever. And find the space in our nervous system to live from the realness instead of throwing shade at others. Mm-hmm. Holy from shit. The realness. I like that. Right? Live from the realness. Yeah. 2023. Live from the realness. Wicked realness. Time to live more real. Wicked realness. I love it. <laughs> right? Because what else, you know, so the essential human task, my mentor Armand says this, the essential human task is to live from our full open heart. Mm-hmm. And like that is only possible when our nervous system is regulated. Right. Which, and when we're living from our, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, which I want to get into. Like how Let's can get we, into it. how can we Create yeah. more space in our nervous systems. <sighs> Even just thinking yeah. about it makes me more relaxed. Right? Honestly, did you hear me take that deep that. breath when I went I in? All it. of my muscles kind of my muscles relaxed. I was like, this is nice. Yeah, yeah I, I like want to get into I that like for it. people because yeah. you know the world is a busy place. Our lives are News. very busy. There's a lot that can fuck up our shit. You know what I mean? Sure. And <laughs> to put it eloquently, yeah, yeah. basically the world <laughs> fucks up our shit. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's that's a lot of stuff that can come in and fuck you up. Right. So it's like, it's girl, how can please. we, how can we right. regulate? How can we get in front of yeah. it? If we're too late to get in right. front of it, how can we heal from it? Um, I really want to go into that, but first, it's actually but not first. that far off, Kels, because what we're going to talk about is actually a great way to this do This is that. a good segue. Yeah, <laughs> so we have segue. a sponsor. I love a good segue. Yes, we Ooh. have a sponsor that we want to mention real quick called Magic Mind. Have you ever drank this magical drink before, Victoria? Sure. No, okay. <laughs> no, okay, we'll tell you about it. We're going to tell everyone about it. Tell me all about it. So basically, um, it's a little bit of matcha, correct? Correct me if I'm wrong, Lindsay. It's a little bit of matcha. We got a little bit of mushroom magic. We got a little bit of some vitamins, some minerals, like all kinds mm-hmm. of magical things. Lion's mane. Yes. 
help you be regulated, focused, and energized all at the same time. So instead of, or in conjunction with your morning coffee, it's a really beneficial tool to help you focus, help you stay productive, help you be energized, but not be like wired off the rails. So I actually yeah. did drink my little magic mind shot this morning same before same. I went to the gym and I'm still feeling good. I'm still feeling focused. They say it gives you seven plus hours of this focus and energy, which I would attest to. I would say Look. I feel a good steady energy the whole day when I use it. I'm not going to lie to you. I bought another, I bought another like 30 day supply because this is one of the very few things that first of all, they gave me permission to drink coffee with it. So that's, that's a yes for me immediately. Don't tell me to drink (laughs) it instead. It's not happening. I need it. I need both. So it's, it, it doesn't, I'm not going to say it's not disgusting. What I will say is, is actually really good because most very sweet to me, most green things Again, not having it, but this is actually very enjoyable. I don't need anything else. I just take the little, the little green thing. And I can, here's what, here's what I want to say. I can notice a difference between the days that I forget to drink it and the days that I don't forget when I don't forget. And I actually drink it, have my coffee, set myself up for the day. I just feel better. And I don't know if I can explain it better than that. I feel more focused. I feel more productive. There's so many good things in there. There's ashwagandha and choline and all these amazing ingredients that if you ask me what they all do, I couldn't tell you, but I know lion's mane <laughs> is good for brain health and mental focus. And I need, I need more of that all day, every day. So it's, it's a yes for me. I love this stuff so much. Like truly I bought extra because I can't, I'm going to be sad when it's gone. And, and we I have a more. coupon code for you guys. Yes, we have a coupon always. code. So just go to magicmind.co and the coupon <laughs> code is highvibin20. So high vibe in 20, you'll get a discount. If you subscribe, you save even more. So that's a good option. But yeah, check out Magic Mind. We love it. And we think you guys will love it too. Moving on back to our conversation. Now, Victoria, Thank you can you, use Victoria. the coupon if you want to. Yeah, you can use our coupon <laughs> okay, code. We have all the coupon <laughs> yes, yes. codes. If you ever need a suggestion for anything, if you ever need a little discount, we got you, girl. We, we got, got you okay, good great. coupon codes. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, that. so. That's cute. I do love a deal. Yes, magic. So you were asking. We love it. I was asking about creating more space, regulating, regulating space. So there's two ways to interact with the nervous system, and I think this is the nuance that's that's lost with the like hashtag polyvagal or whatever people are up to these days. (laughs) Um, There is a wild difference between calming the nervous system and healing the nervous system. They are both equally important. They are equally valid, and they are for two different moments with two different purposes. And so a calming the nervous system is really important. You show up at LAX and you think your flight's at terminal one. I don't know if they're numbers or letters. And then like five minutes before boarding, they're like, ha ha, JK, you are now at terminal 473. (laughs) That has happened to me. That has happened to me. It's happened to all of us, right? (laughs) And so you feel your heart go... And like clenching your chest, your palms get sweaty. Everything starts racing. Your your vision sort of narrows and you're like... I got to run. You get all adrenaline. And that's when you spill your coffee, knock your bag over, leave your sweater, right? Nothing good happens from urgency. Nothing. (sighs) Zero things, right? Like I've worked in the ER. It is not an urgent place if it is run well, Mm -hmm. right? Really well run, like ER sounds like, hi, my patient in bed three is bleeding out. Can you come put a chest tube in, please? nothing good happens from urgency. So we need to learn how to. Grey's Anatomy lied to me. 
Yeah, baby. Grey's Anatomy did. In <laughs> fact, I do. But every it's ER true. I've ever been to is truly a calm place to the point where yeah. people are like, why am I still waiting? Because clearly you guys aren't busy. But in fact, it's probably just that they are taking it. If it were as urgent as you'd like it to be, nothing would get done and you'd be waiting twice as long. Exactly. Because urgency solves, urgency leads to more problems. I love that so much. Right? Yes. Whereas a calm collected nervous system means you get from bleeding out to a chest tube in under 10 seconds and you don't puncture someone's lung, right? Like everything's like in the wrong way. You're puncturing their lung with a chest tube, but like not in the wrong way, right? Like you're doing it in the right way, in the right way. You're not (laughs) spilling your coffee, leaving your sweater and knocking your, your bag over and spilling your purse everywhere, which is what happens when you're full of adrenaline because you don't have good hand-eye coordination. You don't have good short twitch muscle, a fiber function. Like you don't have the science to do life the way you want and need to. Same true, same is true with dorsal. When we're checked out, we're not lifing the way we want a life, right? Yes. We're too slow uh, to meet life. We're too checked out. That's when we people please so hard, usually from dorsal. So how I know I'm in, in other than feeling jacked up or feeling shut down, how I know just listening that myself or one of my clients is in sympathetic is because sympathetic is I have to, I have to run. I have to go. I have to say, no, I have to, I have to. And dorsal is I can't, Oh, I can't change my diet. I can't go there. I can't tell her no. I can't set a boundary. I can't. I mean, dorsal around that. And so when we are in one of those acute states and we have to life because we are adults who have to life, that's when we use the calming. That's when we use the energizing. So the deep breath in and a long, slow out brings us into ventral vagal, the calm, safe, and social part of the nervous system from which we can change terminals or put a chest tube in without a problem, right? We can set a boundary. We can meet ourselves and others and can relate with love from our authenticity. Yeah? Word. Deep breath never healed nobody. Just let me be real clear, right? (laughs) Like it is a beautiful reset. It is a calming thing. It can help us to recognize, okay, I need to bring a little activation into my nervous system. Um, And I'll teach a really great tool that we can use to help shift our nervous system state. That is, if we are in sympathetic and we want to come to ventral or we're in dorsal checked out and we want to come to ventral safe and social. So you take your little paw. Y'all want to do it with me and then the patriarchs yes. get to watch. Okay. You take your perfect little paw and you're going to take your thumb and you're going to tap each of your fingers. Okay. And so we're going to do it uh, really slowly if we're in sympathetic. So you're going to tap your thumb to your first finger and you're going to say one. And sympathetic is the revved up. You're going to tap your New York finger and say two your ring finger and say three, your pink and say four. And you're going to come back. You're going to go even slower the next round. Four, three, New York, two, index one. And then you're going to keep going back while you feel your nervous system calm the fuck (laughs) down, right? And you're just going to keep doing that while breathing in, long, slow out, okay? So then you say you're checked out. You're in a conversation with your boss, with your partner, with your best friend, with your mom, and you're like, 
I did not hear the words she sang. No, heard not because <laughs> out checked. What English? Don't knowing. Just don't. I, I was in a not great marriage and that's very generous of me to say not great. And that person had a terrible temper and would get really loud and aggressive and mean. And I couldn't hear a word they said in the moment. And after I just no memory, just completely yeah. checked out because my nervous system was like, this is really dangerous and I don't want you here. So I was sitting there, but I, I wasn't in the room. There was mm -hmm. no presence, right. As a really beautiful protective mechanism that I'm now really grateful for, right? Though it was scary and weird and disconcerting in the moment and made me think there was something wrong with me, but there wasn't, right? There's yeah. nothing wrong with me. So if you want to be able to be more present in a moment where you're checked out, uh, particularly if it's that was those moments were unsafe, but in a moment that's actually safe, you're talking to a loving partner, a loving friend, and you want to be present. You tap your thumb to your first finger, one, New York, two, ring, three, pinky, four. Four, three, ah. two, one, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one, one, three. You start bringing a little activation into the nervous system, right? A little, okay, I can be here. I can be here. I can be here. It's safe to be here. I can be here. And I like to pair it with the thought that you want to feed into your mindset. I can be yes. here. It's safe to be here, right? And those are ways that we can help to shift our nervous system state. Back by popular demand, I am hosting another radical self-love retreat this October of 2023. This retreat is for you if you want to heal, play, laugh, cry, raise your vibration, and do all the fun and spiritual things with myself and other like-minded women in paradise. See for yourself why past retreat attendees have called this trip the best week of their life, a phenomenal experience, and totally life-giving. We will be doing yoga every morning overlooking the ocean, healing our inner children, having a cacao ceremony, bonding with other amazing women, sunbathing on the beach, relaxing by the pool, riding ATVs through the Sierra Madre Mountains, and so much more. And did I mention that this retreat comes with one month of coaching with me for free, which is normally $1,200, just another reason why this retreat is so much more than your typical yoga retreat or girls trip. It's a whole week specifically designed and dedicated for your uplevelment and self-lovery. So what are you waiting for? Join us in October by applying today at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Pro tip, when you bring a friend, you each save $500 on enrollment. So definitely invite someone special. And I cannot wait to see you gals there. kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Hello, High Vibe and It listeners. Lindsay here. You want to learn some really cool stuff about yourself? Join me for a live workshop where I'll show you how to 10X your manifesting power, aka align your mind to achieve your biggest goals, on January 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. This event is totally free, made for women who are ready to see their dreams finally become a reality. I'll explain why your mind does what it does and how you can actually get 100% of your mind power working towards your goals 24-7. Sign up through the link in this episode description or just go to lindsayrobinson.com slash 10x. Is the middle finger the New York finger because people flip yeah. everyone off in that? <laughs> I'd never yes, heard that, but yes, just, just, just it, making yeah, sure. I, I, mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's my favorite. And what I really like to do is just slip it in and see if people notice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I what they call an analytical. Rising. 
I have a Sagittarius <laughs> yeah. rising. Jokesters. Oh my gosh. We are the jokers of the, of the, yes. of the astrological Kelsey. wheel. Yeah. Uh-huh. I need, uh-huh. I need to break the We're tension. So funny. Yeah, totally. Right. <laughs> so funny. And, and as mm-hmm. a byproduct, I am an analytical person, which means, uh, well, in my head, I grew up in a place in a space where I had to, I had to figure out my parents. They didn't tell me directly mm-hmm. what they needed or wanted. And I had, mm-hmm. I was God. trained Mine to, too. you know what I mean? Yes, of course. Yep. You know what Read I mean? Between the lines, Read between the oh, lines. Yeah. What did you really mean by that? And so when you say New York finger, my brain goes to work as like, okay, what does that mean? Oh, it probably means yes. It's because oh. it's because yeah. people flip people off in New York. If I had to hazard a guess, yep, that's exactly true. what it would mean. Yep. That's the one. So, yeah. that's Sometimes the it one. comes in yeah. handy that yeah that ability. Yeah, it sure does. (laughs) It really does. And you know what, that actually brings me to a point I really love to make that people aren't hearing. Our codependent habits are a real fucking gift. Yeah. Right. They suck, right? Like it, it can make life really shitty and we are chameleons, good and bad. We can read a room, right? We can keep people happy with us. We are great leaders right? We really, it is a lot, it is a skill set, the emotional outsourcing that can get us really far in a lot of ways at great mm. emotional cost to self, right? Exactly. Like, yes. Come on, come on. But I just don't want to throw the entirety of us under the bus. I don't think yeah. it helps us, right? Yeah. Like lean on where it's a skill. And this is something I teach my clients, right? Where you want to make change, go where it's easy, go where it's warm, if you want to join my program and think about making change so that your kids don't end up codependent, do that. Start it from codependency. You see what I'm doing here? Start it from, oh, I want to do this for them. I want to do this for my <laughs> husband. I want to do it, right? Great. If that's going to motivate you to come into the work and, and change your life, do it for the codependent reason. Yeah. And then let's undo that habit and make it all about you taking really good care of you. Yes. Yes. It's important that you said that because yeah. of course, if it was all of detriment to yourself, you wouldn't have done it this whole time. Right. The only right. reason we right. do these things and keep doing these things, even if they hurt us to some degree is because they also have helped us or they still are helping us. Right. So keep the beneficial parts of it, leave the detrimental parts that you are no longer serving you. And there you go. You have a beautiful healing yeah. recipe for your codependency. Yeah. And clearly Victoria has many resources for all our codependent peeps out there who are resonating with this conversation and want to people please maybe a little bit less this year and want to really, you know, honor themselves, themselves. own themselves, honor themselves. And, you know, I think a lesson that people are learning in a big way as a collective and as a humanity is that you can have yourself and other people too. Because for so long, it's been like, oh, I can only have them or I can only have me. It can't be both. But I think that stems from just being in so many incompatible relationships and not Mm -hmm. knowing our needs, Mm -hmm. not knowing our Mm -hmm. desires, not knowing Mm -hmm. our preferences. And when you can create Mm -hmm. and cultivate relationships where you do know yourself and what you need and what you want and what you like and what works for you, you will enter into more and you will create more simpatico relationships that work Mm -hmm. for all parties involved, right? So I just want to also throw that in there. I love that. I love that. And that is the the most central theme of my work is that it really is all about a move 
right? The old school way of talking about codependency again is like the wife of the alcoholic. And it's really about like, how can you get independent? And <laughs> I kind of think independence is bullshit. Yeah. I'm really out here for interdependence. Yeah. How can we meet each other? How can we say yes? How can we have love? How can we have flexible boundaries, not boundaries that are brick walls, right? Like, how can we say, you know what? Yeah, let's compromise. Let's meet each other halfway. Let's meet with love. Let me hold you up today and you'll hold me up tomorrow, right? It's all about mutuality yeah. and reciprocity and not where I think a lot of people end up and go to, which is like, I come from wicked enmeshment, triangulation, being like all up in everyone's shit. And so fuck all y'all. I take care of no one but me. Mm. Yeah. You can easily swing the pendulum way far, which happens a lot. You mm -hmm. know, we see this in healing on the individual scale, but also on a societal yep. scale, right? You have to go one way all the yep. way and then one way all the way before you can find that sweet spot in the middle. For so sure. I think that's a nice caution to give people of like, you don't have to retreat into yourself and have these super hardcore boundaries and be an island unto yourself because there is this beautiful thing called interdependence where we do rely on each other and connect with each other yeah. and depend on each other in yeah. healthy and sustainable and beneficial ways for all parties involved people i promise right. it is possible yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right and it's it's mandatory like as a scientist yeah. let me say it is nervous systemally that's not english but it's fine uh we're very postmodern around here but like in terms of our nervous system it is vital that we have each other right yeah. human we are pack animals I need you. You need me. We need each other and we need the collective. Collective healing is the most important thing that the day of the individual healing and full self-focus, the like self-healing bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. Right. We need each other powerfully. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, emotional outsourcing is, is a, a, a concern. The issue is relating. It's about how we relate to self and others. And so you can't heal a relational issue on your own. We need each other to heal. Yeah, it's so true. Especially like um, injuries, whether emotional, well, mostly emotional injuries that happen in relationship. You can't just heal 100%. that by yourself. It has to be healed in context no. of relationship as well in order to receive right. that full circle beneficial healing right. that we all love and need and crave. So don't right. be afraid to relate to people. If you're healing right. from being super codependent or super, super right. people pleasing, it's about shifting your dynamic in the way that you relate. It's not, Oh, now right. I just shouldn't relate to people because I suck at it. No. <laughs> right. right. It's, a, right. it's about yeah. finding that balance and knowing that you are now calling the shots. Cause I think with a lot of situations mm -hmm. we find ourselves in with these sorts of things, we feel powerless to be able to direct those sorts of dynamics. But once you right. can get on board or at least be open to the fact that like, what if I could, what if I could call right. the shots in my own social life, my relationships, my, my, family dynamics, all of it, so that I'm honored and they're honored, what would that look yeah. like? And I mean, right. it can be game changing just to just to entertain that idea. Like you get to do that. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And and calling the shots, as you say, like that does honor the people in our lives. Wicked shots. Right? <laughs> Wicked shots. I'm not going to stop. I'm sorry. I wish I could. Can't stop. Won't stop. Shan't stop. Don't <laughs> Shan't. stop. 
Just shan't keep it stop. wicked. <laughs> I, I feel like we're not saying shant enough. As we're not saying shant enough. Come I, on. I think it's one of the biggest issues facing humanity today is <laughs> our lack of the word shant. Yeah. Would you like to, to go to the bar? I shant. I shan't. I'm just, I'm out here using it all day long. I'm dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am dead. Are you dead? Let's bring it back. Okay. <laughs> yes, great. I'm dead. Okay, I need great. to be revived. Refocusing. <laughs> What wound is not to be revived? I am CPR certified. Um, what wounding is not relational, right? Yes, like all right. wounding Even in the human psyche is relational. Is like self wounding is usually someone else's psyche. voice that's re- that's disguised right? as your voice, yep. but it's usually somebody yep. else's anyway. Yeah, it's an inner child which comes from your limbic system, the reptilian part of the brain, speaking through you, and we believe that it's. Ah, the actual truth of us, but it's never, it, yeah. it never is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. has been great. Thanks for being here. I this know, has been right? so fun. I'm so ready for fun. us to head so over fun. to the Patreon. But before we do that, please tell the people where they can find you and your medicine and get all up in your goodness and your work. Yay. Uh, you can follow me on the gram. I give good gram at Victoria Albina wellness. Uh, you can head on over to my webpage, <clears throat> victoriaalbina.com slash high vibe in it. Hey, you do a present. Hey. hey. So if you go to high vibe in it, you can download a suite of meditations and nervous system orienting exercises for dollars and zero zero cents for free. Because you listen to this amazing show. And so I wanted your your uh, listeners to have a little present to say Aww. thank you for loving Aww. the two of you because you're magical. Yay. 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 Um, so yeah, check that out. Grab the freebie. Why not? Price is right. Um, and check out my show. It's called Feminist Wellness. It's for humans of all genders. And it's free every single week on Thursdays. Oh, fantastic. Um, Yay. We will share the link of, I'm just going to make sure that we got sent the link of the freebie, but we will share the link in the description so y'all can get all of your goodies there. Um, This was great. So fun. Yay. So fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for spreading your magic. Thanks for doing the work that you do in the world so we can all Mm -hmm. heal collectively, create heaven Mm -hmm. on earth. I'm here Ugh. for it. You're here for yes. it. We're motherfucking We're doing it. this shit this Woo! year. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and excuse my language, but I'm very excited. Never. So I love your language. We will talk to you guys next week, or we will see you on the Patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe. Love you. Thanks for listening to High Vibe in It. If you're loving the show, please do leave us a review. It really, really helps. And pass this show along to a friend. Our goal is to reach over a million downloads by 2024, and we definitely need your help to do it. To further support the show, consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe, where we post extended video episodes every week, plus bonus content that's exclusively for our patrons. We love you so much, and we'll see you next week.